Good to be here this morning. We thank the Lord for the privilege of being in his house this morning. Good to see everybody. We had a good Sunday school lesson this morning. I really appreciate it. Good to see some folks back with us this morning and haven't been here for a while. God's just blessed us. And uh, boy, it's just uh, each Sunday that we come, uh, well, any service, but especially seems like on Sunday morning more than any time, I just look around and and I, I'll see a face or two that hasn't been able to be here for a while, and it just uplifts me. I'm glad you folks are here this morning. And uh, I just thank God for his mercies and uh, for letting us be in his house and come to worship and uh, have a scripture I'd like to read this morning to get started. It's in the sixth chapter of the book of Ephesians, uh, verse 12. It says this, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And so that's where our battle's really at, and that ties in with the Sunday school lesson this morning. And so uh, I appreciate that. And in Christ, we have that victory. And so let's all stand for just a word of prayer as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you for each one that's here this morning. Thank you for each one listening on the live stream. God, thank you for Sunday school. Thank you for the sunshine. God, thank you for the uh, spiritual burden that you've blessed me with and blessed our church with uh, to come back to the house of God this morning. God, thank you for the excitement I feel and uh, the desire to see somebody uh, come and uh, give their heart and life and soul to Jesus Christ and be born again. Lord, that's our prayer this morning, that you'd speak spiritually and powerful uh, to people that are lost and that they would heed that call and come to you and get saved. God, we ask you these things this, this morning in Jesus' name and amen. You may be seated. We turn the service over to the choir. Page 30.
this, but I got a song on my heart, The Biders, page 43. That's real good singing. Boy, I thank the Lord. It's good to hear that and feel that. Good to be in God's house this morning. Once again, I want to say it's good to see everybody's come. And uh, thank the Lord for letting us gather back in his house to worship again. And uh, let's all just stand for a moment. And, uh, who'd have unspoken prayer request this morning? Raise your hand. Amen. Who'd have a spoken prayer request this morning? Uh, just uh, say what's on your heart. Okay, remember Sister Shell. Linda said, so pray for her this morning. Someone else. 
it's good she's saved. Amen. Pray for that family. Someone else. Yeah, it's good, Johnny. Amen. Come through the door, you know. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord for those words. It blessed me. I stand back in foyer when John and Prudy come in. It blessed my heart. I appreciate it. Someone else. Pray for her and just maybe just keep trying. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll get through sometime. I hope so. Someone else. It's good. Sure. Yep. Amen. Thank the Lord for those words. Someone else. Brother W. also pray for Olivia. That's his granddaughter. She's sick. Remember her. Remember Tabitha's son, Nathan. He's sick. Someone else. Let's pray for conviction this morning that God will speak powerfully to people's hearts. And I, I believe if we'll pray that, I believe God will do that because God's been doing that. And it pleases God to speak to people's hearts. Now, if we pray for God to speak to people's hearts powerfully, and he does, then the decision is in the heart of the person that God's speaking to. God won't make people come to the altar. God won't make people come to Jesus. But what an invitation that he makes. Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I give you rest. And so, uh, just really pray. Amen. Amen. My grandchildren, I got some grandchildren. I don't know if they've been saved. So just remember that. Amen. Great, great heartfelt prayer request. And, uh, remember that. And, uh, I had just come across my mind a subject God let me use last week to preach on. Don't cross the deadline. Uh, well, I'm telling you what, we just got so much time, and uh, uh, we need to come when God's calling. Now's the day of salvation. Now's the acceptable time. And uh, let's really pray that God will speak to people's hearts and their eyes will be open and they'll respond to God's call and come and get in. Uh, Anyone else before we pray? Okay. Oh, Wesley Markle. Pray for him. Down at Harmony at Pineville, Kentucky. Remember that. Any others? All right. If not, we ask Brother Carl and Brother Bill to lead us in prayer.
appreciate the prayer requests and the prayer. Keep praying. Who'd feel like singing this morning? Anyone have a song on your heart? God's give you a song sing one. Surely do that. Let's pray for them. Pray, church. Really pray. Really pray for us this morning. <clears throat> There's a lighthouse on a hillside. And it overlooks life's sea. When I'm tossed, it sends out a light that I might see. And the light that shines in darkness will safely lead me home. If it wasn't for the lighthouse, this ship would sail no more. And I thank God for the lighthouse. I owe my life to Jesus G. 
for that good psalm. Well, I thank God for the lighthouse. Anyone else got a song on your heart? If not, I'd like for you to look in the sixth chapter of the book of John. Uh, I want to use a text this morning. It may sound a little odd, but it's what's way the Lord give it to me. Big and little and even bigger. And uh, give you a little background here in the sixth chapter of the book of John. Uh, this miracle that Jesus does here, and this is about him feeding the multitude with the five loaves and two fishes. This miracle is contained in all four of the Gospels. Uh, I don't know if any other miracles in all four of them or not, but this one is. And back in Matthew... It tells us just prior to this was when John the Baptist was beheaded. And uh, Jesus told the disciples, said, come with me and let's go aside uh, into a mountain place in the desert uh, to rest. But the people uh, saw him going and they'd seen the miracles that he'd done. And so the people followed in a great multitude. They followed Jesus and the disciples into the mountain place, into the desert. And so uh, here in verse 5, we pick this up. Here in chapter 6, verse 5 in the book of John. When Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company come unto him, he saith unto Philip, Whence shall, these, uh, whence shall we buy bread that these may eat? And this he said to prove him, for he knew himself what he would do. And listen to Philip's answer. Philip answered him, Two hundred penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them that every one of them may take a little. Uh, now, understanding back in one of the other books, I believe that's also Matthew, uh, some of the disciples, it was growing late in the day, that book said, and by getting up in the evening time, they suggested to Jesus that he send the multitude away so they could get something to eat in the villages and in the towns. And, uh, but Jesus knew what he was going to do, and he said, uh, give you them something to eat. Well, you heard what I read to you here. He said, whence... Shall we buy bread that these may eat? And Philip's answer to him, uh, 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them that every one of them may take a little. I've read this many times over the years and uh, looked at this and thought about it, but uh, I want you to uh, think about something with me today. I want to put in perspective how much 200 penny worth was. I never really considered it. I thought, well, that must be a lot. Well, if you go to the 20th chapter of the book of Matthew, Jesus was uh, given a parable about the kingdom of God. And in the first verse in the 20th chapter of Matthew, for the kingdom of heaven is likened to a man that is a householder which went out early in the morning to hire laborers into his vineyard. And listen to this. And when he had agreed with the laborers for a penny a day, he sent them into his vineyard. So this penny, now this wasn't the same as our pennies. It's different. It was the same name, but that's a different amount. But... Uh, this, this amount, this penny, was what was paid here by this man to the laborers that was working in his vineyard. Now, I want you to think about that. And so, uh, when, uh, over here, when Philip said 200 penny worth uh, of bread is not enough, it's not sufficient that each one of them may have a little. Uh, let's look at this. A uh, 200 penny worth. If a penny is a day's pay for labor, and if, if they were working five days a week, uh, and you had 200 penny worth, you divide uh, five into 200, you'd get 40 weeks. If you divide that up into months, four weeks in a month, that'd be 10 months. Uh, sounds astounding, but here's what, uh, here's what Philip had actually said. Uh, if one of us would work for 10 months and save all the money, not spend it on anything, uh, we wouldn't have enough uh, to buy enough bread that each one of these may take a little. 
So what Phillips actually saying is, if we had uh, 10 months of pay for a job, and it wouldn't be enough uh, when we'd, we'd run out, we couldn't do it. And, and so uh, what I'm uh, wanting you to see here is this is a, a big task. Uh, but boy, I'm telling you what, uh, uh, there was one that came to him and uh, uh, we see Andrew, he came to Jesus down here. Uh, one of the, you know, that was the disciple that when Jesus called him, he went and got Simon Peter, his brother, uh, so they could follow Jesus together. Well, you pray real hard. Uh, Andrew, uh, he came to the Lord. And he said, there's a, a little lad here. A lad's a little boy. Uh, there's a little boy here, and he's got uh, five loaves and two fishes. Now, uh, let's think about this. Now, a loaf back then, it wasn't like a, a loaf of light bread that you buy at the store that you make toast out of. Uh, it was more like a breadstick, about the size of your thumb, and uh, could lay on a plate, uh, very small. And so he said, there's a, a young lad here that's got five loaves and two fishes. Uh, but what is that among so many? Uh, so, so I want you to get my point here. Uh, uh, there was such a big task. So many people needed fed, 5,000, and that's just the men. Uh, Brother Carl, I understand that women and children were beside it could have been ten or twelve or fifteen thousand people uh, that needed a meal there uh, on the mountain in the desert. Uh, sounds impossible. Uh, that's uh, such a, a big task. It needed to be taken care of. Uh, but what looked like uh, the supply that they had was so little. Uh, uh, but uh, I want to uh, preach to you today about one that came uh, that was even bigger than the task. Uh, and his name is Jesus. Uh, I'm telling you, even when I was a lost boy, uh, uh, when God was calling me, it just didn't seem like there was any way buried that I could get salvation. Uh, I couldn't earn it. I couldn't deserve it. I had so little to offer, uh, Brother John. Uh, but uh, Jesus was big enough uh, that he could do what needed done. That's what I want to preach today. Uh, here we can see. 200 penny worth of bread wouldn't be enough that we could uh, even give a bite uh, to everybody uh, here on the mountainside. Oh, praise God! Uh, uh, when uh, Andrew come by and uh, Jesus talked to him and said, uh, what do you have? He said, well, we've got five loaves and two fishes in the 14th chapter of Matthew telling this same story. Jesus said, bring them to me. I want you to know when we want a solution to a problem, brother, bring them to Jesus. This little lad here. Now, understand, and I've thought about this in my imagination. That's all they had in this great multitude. I thought that little boy, he must have had some parents that was really looking after him. I don't know if this happened, but I can kind of picture his parents saying, hey, if you're going to go up there on the mountainside with that multitude, you're going to get hungry. I'll take you a little something to eat. I'll fix you a lunch. Five little sticks of bread and two fishes. But I can picture this. Now, picture this with me. Talk about being little. Uh, I can just see this little boy with his little lunch. Uh, and, and I can picture uh, Andrew uh, coming and saying to the little boy, uh, uh, Jesus had said uh, to bring you to him. Well, uh, the little boy, uh, he went uh, voluntarily. Uh, nobody made him go. Uh, and I can picture him uh, when he was up there with Jesus. Uh, and the little boy might have thought like I've thought a few times. Uh, I, I just can't do much. I'm too little. Uh, I just don't have enough to do anything with. Uh, just five loaves and two fishes. How could that help? Uh, but boy, I want to praise God today. Uh, when we give God our all, uh, God can make something out of it, David. Uh, he made uh, something out of me when I was just a, a lost sinner boy on my way to hell. And as I've gone through life, uh, I've never uh, had any right to brag about anything. But I'll tell you what I've always found out. If I allow my heart and follow God, uh, God will bless me and he'll do the same for you. Well, uh, get, uh, get here with me. Uh, they took the five loaves and the two fishes and uh, took them to Jesus. Uh, I can see the little boy uh, handing them over to Jesus. Well, no doubt. The disciples uh, must have thought, uh, what's going on? Uh, what is five uh, uh, loaves and two fish? What is that among so many? That's just too little. The multitude is too big, uh, and what's being offered is too little. That's the way the world looks at it. That's the way the flesh looks at it. But, oh, boy, I praise God, uh, Johnny Buchanan, when the master got a hold of the bread and the fishes, he did what the world couldn't do. Uh, Anthony, he did what I couldn't do. Uh, and praise God, he's still doing it. Uh, uh, Jesus, uh, well, uh, he took the five loaves and the two fishes 
and listen to what he did. Uh, one of the books said he told the disciples, have the people sit down in companies of 50. Now, get them in order. Have them sit down along uh, on the hillside. Uh, we want to be able, where they'll pay attention. Uh, we want to be able to see what's going on. And so here's what he did. Uh, Brother Ronnie, I like this. Uh, uh, Jesus, if he'd have wanted to, we know he could have took the loaves and the fishes. He could have just tossed it to the people. But I'll tell you what, he did not leave the church out. Now the church has got a place in this, Brother Carl. And when I was a lost boy and I needed Jesus, God didn't leave the church out. And so here's what Jesus did. He took the five loaves and the two fishes and he broke them and he gave them to the disciples. He said, now, you folks, give this to the people. Mike Nichols, I praise God one time when I was a lost boy that God put the bread of life in the hands of the grand old church. And he said, offer this to my people. Offer this to Terry Brock. I was sitting in a house of lost boy. I was very little. But you talk about uh, something that's even bigger, even bigger than the problem. It's the power of God. The problem uh, to feed thousands of people uh, with five loaves and two fishes. Uh, Linda, it's a big problem. Uh, praise God. Uh, but Jesus was even bigger than the problem. He's bigger than the problem today. He's bigger than whatever problem you've got. Somebody needs to come to Jesus today and get saved. Boy, I'm glad uh, that there's a power that's bigger than the problem. And so Jesus, he took the five loaves and the two fishes. He broke them up. He gave them to the disciples. He said, give them to the you know what? Praise God. All the people that were there ate till they were filled. Now go back with me for just a little bit. Uh, back here when uh, Philip was saying if we just had 200 pennies worth of bread, we wouldn't have enough that everybody would have a little. If we had that much, if we had 10 months of work put into this. Well, let me give you something else. I didn't know if I was going to mention this or not, but I thought about it and it blessed me. You know, when I'm reading through the Bible, when I come across the number 10, or when it adds up to 10, I think about the law uh, because of the Ten Commandments. Uh, you know what? The law never could uh, get the job done for us because the law was okay. Nothing wrong with the law, but the law couldn't get the job done for me to have salvation because I couldn't measure up. Uh, that's the way the law was. And, and so a uh, 200 penny worth of, worth of bread, 10 months of work, uh, couldn't satisfy the crowd. It wasn't enough. The law wasn't enough uh, to get us all saved. But salvation by grace through faith is enough. You don't have to measure up today. A lot of folks are trying to measure up. A lot of folks are trying to say, oh, I just don't know if I can be good enough. I can tell you, you can't be good enough. But you don't have to be good enough because Jesus was good enough. Boy, I'm telling you, I believe God's calling to somebody's heart today. And so uh, took, he took the five loaves and the two fishes. And then he broke them up and gave them to the disciples. Boy, I can picture in my mind, and the Bible doesn't go into this. It's just my thoughts about just knowing how the Lord works and how his, how his church works. I can picture that when those disciples was going among the multitude and uh, Jesus just kept breaking up those five loaves and two fishes and they kept having enough to hand out. Everybody had enough to eat. They, they didn't have to skimp on it. They eat all they wanted. They eat till they were full and running over. And boy, and they just kept, I can picture those disciples. They might have been weeping when they went through the crowd, when the Lord moves just right and blesses us with conviction and a Holy Ghost meeting, and especially when somebody uh, is agreeable to eat it. Let me make this point. They didn't force this uh, bread and fish on anybody. Now that multitude that was there, the people that eat of it, uh, they eat because they were hungry, and when it was offered, they took it. One time I was a, a hungry lost boy uh, and uh, Jesus come by Esther and he spoke to my soul and I ate the bread because I was hungry. I wanted filled and he filled my soul, David. Uh, my soul's been full ever since. I'm on my way to heaven. My soul, now, in, in my life, in my heart, I get hungry for, to be in a good meeting. I get hungry I, to I be spiritually fed. But in the depths of my soul, it's never been hungry anymore. I'm on my way to heaven. Oh, listen, now, how much uh, did they have back there? Please get your song ready. How much did they have? Well, listen, he started out with five loaves and two fishes after Jesus had handled it and the multitudes, the thousands had been fed. See, they started out with a big problem 
And then they had some little things. They had a little boy, and they had a little lunch. They had a little ability. Even the disciples' ability was very little, but even bigger than all of it was the power of God. And they fed the multitude from the five loaves and the two fish. You know what I like about this? Boy, it's a good story. I like the way it sums up. Jesus then told the disciples, he said, go around and gather up the fragments. Nothing will be lost. There's none of the bread of life that's going to be lost. Now, how much did they have? How much scraps did they have? That's not a good word. It wasn't really scraps. It wasn't scraps. You couldn't really call it that. They gathered up 12 baskets full. What's that mean to you today, preacher? It means we've still got plenty to eat off of Blaine. And it never runs out. I'm telling you what, no, no shortage of supply. Let's all stand. And I beg you today, if you're here and God stirred your heart, I'm going to ask you to step out and come and let's pray today. Come and let's pray. Let's talk to Jesus. Well, I believe God's really calling somebody today. I believe he's saying, come to me. I'll feed you from the bread of life. I'll give you enough to fill you up. John Kyle, I'm glad we've got a God that's like that. I'm glad we've got a God that's big enough to fill us up. Sing whenever you're ready. God knows where we're at and he knows who we are. I invite you today and I believe God's inviting you. Would you come? Let's pray about this. Let's just go to the altar and talk to Jesus. Please, let's go and talk it over with you. I've been, I'll tell you what, hey, some folks here, not, I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm, I'm just a man. I'm nothing. There's some folks here I woke up in the middle of the night praying for. In my imagination, God let me picture you coming to the altar. That's just my imagination. But I'll tell you what, if you're here today and God's speaking to your heart, you can make it real. God will make it real for you. Boy, I appreciate it. I'm just going to give you a hug, brother. Well, I appreciate you being here so much. I thank God for everyone that's here this morning. Listen, would you just come? Let me shake hands with you. Let me shake hands with you. Will you just come? Come, let's pray. Come on, let's do it. The Lord. God knows our need this morning. Boy, I, I thank God for you. Church, we got one coming to pray this morning. Let's gather, let's gather around and pray while they're singing. Just call on Jesus. Let's just bow right here. Let's call on the Lord. Come on, you can help us.
up, say what's on his heart. Just say whatever you feel like, buddy. Like my whole life, yeah. it's always been sort of empty. Yeah. 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 How do that feel? Got everything going for you, but there's just yeah. something there. Yes, sir. You know, right. something missing. I know what you mean. Yes, sir. Yeah. It's missing a lot. Yeah, man. Got a business going on. Wife, daughter. Yeah, yeah. Something's missing. Yes, sir. This is good coming here. Amen. Did you feel like that? What was missing? You got it filled this morning. Yes, sir. And when I when I asked you if it felt like the Lord had saved you, you told me. You told me, yeah, didn't you? Yes, sir. Amen. You feel that? Yeah. Praise the Lord. Well, I thank the Lord for Josh, and I, I thank the Lord for John. Uh, and I, I'll tell you what, uh, you know, we've not been coming around shaking hands. I'm not going to do it this morning either, but let's clap this morning. Amen. And I, I'm so proud of you, buddy. Now, uh, I'm going to ask you this, and you don't have to give me an right now if you don't want to. You might already know. I know you live away from here, but when, when people get saved, next thing they need to do is join a good church and get baptized. If, would you like to join this church? We'll receive you as a candidate for baptism. I'd like to get my daughter down here also. Amen. Yeah. I'd be good. That's something I might yeah. like to do with her. Okay. Well, that's good. Uh, well, uh, you want to just receive you as a candidate for baptism? We can put it off until she gets in, too. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, could I hear a move? We receive Josh as a candidate for baptism. Amen. Move in second. Everybody raise your hand. Amen. And we'd be praying uh, for his wife and daughter. And, uh, boy, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord for you, buddy. Yes, sir. And thank the Lord for you, John, for bringing. Follow your heart. Use that, buddy. And, uh, you know, and I've told this a lot, but when God was working with me, you know, I've heard of your testimony and several others of being saved at home. Yeah. See, that didn't work for me. I'm not saying I, I believe it worked. I, oh, God can save you anywhere. Yeah, man. But he knew I needed the church. Yes, and not sir. this building. He knew I needed the church yeah. to stand behind me. Amen. And, uh, you know, it's one thing to do it. It's another thing to have the strength of this church behind you or any church behind you. So if God speaks to you here, I believe you need to act here. Amen. Um, That's right. I went home. I tried to pray. I tried I everything. Too. See, yeah, God wouldn't satisfy me there. He knew I had to be in that church building. And we're going to do this thing his way, yep. but we're not going to do it. Amen. But, man, what a peace. From the first song today, um, it, it, what a great place to be today. I Amen. Thank God for this church. Thank God for all of our churches. But Amen. I believe there's more here, Terry. Amen. I, I feel like you do, John. And I, I'll tell this, and we'll have another song. We'll extend the invitation. Uh, I'd mentioned that I'd had some folks at... Uh, I'd had a burden for and some I woke up praying for, and Josh was one of them. Of course, you probably figured that. Uh, but it was getting kind of close on time, and I kept looking. And uh, I thought, well, they're not here. And then when I saw y'all come in, I said, thank you, Lord. <laughs> thank you, Lord. And, uh, and so I just, boy, I appreciate it when you come in now. We're going to, in a minute, we're going to sing another song. And uh, <clears throat> I'm like a... I'm like John Kyle said, I, I believe there's others here that needs the Lord. I believe God's still calling, there's still conviction here. If you need to get saved, God's able to do it. He's not only able, he's ready and willing. How do you know, preacher? Well, he gave his son to die on the cross. If God wasn't ready, able, and willing to save your soul if you come to him, he wouldn't have given his son. But now let me tell you this too. There's some people here that probably needs to rededicate your life to the Lord. We'd like to see you get into this morning. Sing when you're ready. Would you obey the Lord? Come on. Obey the Lord. Come on. Would you mind the Lord? Come on. Seek the Lord while he may be found.
obey the Lord. If you're lost and you feel the Lord calling you, and and I've talked to folks before, maybe after church, so did you feel like the Lord calling you? Said, yeah, just a little bit, though, so it's not strong as it was that other time. Well, when I was a lost boy, I experienced that. The night I got saved, I didn't feel like maybe the call was quite as strong as it had been a few weeks before. Satan tried to talk me out of coming, but God spoke to me this way. He said, I'm calling, and you need to come. And I use this example. If my wife, I know her voice, and if she was to say something big and loud, I'd say, that's Linda. But if she just whisper and I still hear her voice, i say, that's Linda. Here's my point. If God's calling you in a great sound like a mighty rushing wind, you need to come. But if he's calling you in a still, small voice like a little breeze, you still need to come. If you're lost, you need to come. If you're out of fellowship, you need to come. And listen, the doors of the church are open. If there's somebody here this morning that's saved by God's grace and uh, you want to join this church and it's on your heart, come. We'll take care of it. Obey the Lord. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Brother Barry said when they, were, when they were feeding the multitude there on the mountain hillside, Brother Barry said there was some time that the basket passed its last time. You've got to get it while it's there. And that, boy, that's a real point. So sing us another verse. I believe there's some more people need to move. Please come. Obey the Lord. for just a minute and we'll have announcements. Be a young adults meeting on Saturday, March the 27th, 6.30 p.m., and that's at the Roselles. Uh, bring a snack, drink, and pizza money. So we'll announce that again. There is a revival starting tomorrow night, and that'll be at 7 p.m. nightly. On Saturday night, it's going to start at 6 p.m., and that is down at Living Word Missionary Baptist Church, which is down between Dayton and Cincinnati. Uh, Chase Lay will be preaching that, and uh, so if you get a chance to go to that, go. Uh, if you don't, pray for them. Appreciate those announcements, and uh, uh, I'd like to go down to that revival. I'll probably go down tomorrow night, and uh, Lord willing. And I thought if anybody's interested in going down, let me know. Text me or call me or whatever. Uh, if we get enough, uh, you know, crowd to go, we'll take the church van and go. And that uh, way we can fellowship down there and back besides going. 
and that's a fine church down there. It's a church Mike Callahan used to pastor. His son Jason's the pastor there now. That's where Delmer and Fago church at. And uh, Chase Lay's a fine preacher, and uh, so I'd, I'd like to go hear him. And so anybody that wants to go, I get a hold of me and let me know, and we'll make plans according to that. And uh, see that way. Okay, uh, I got another announcement. God willing, we'd be having a sunrise service uh, on Easter Sunday morning. That's the 4th of April, and I think we usually have that 630. It's when we meet for our sunrise service. And I have asked uh, young preacher Jake Faulkner if he'd preach for us that morning. He said, I'm very honored. I'll be excited to come. He said, I really, he said I'm really uplifted that you asked me. And so uh, he come on my heart. Brother Jake, you know, just preached for us uh, uh, recently on a Wednesday night. And boy, God used him real good. And so God brought that back to my heart, put him on my heart to ask him to come to preach our sunrise service. So remember that. <clears throat> also, if we have a homecoming this year, we don't know the circumstances and situation, but I, I hope we have and I expect we might. I've asked uh, Mark Hunter and his son Caleb Hunter uh, to preach our homecoming for us this year. So I really pray for them. Uh, Caleb, of course, he's just a young man, he's, uh, but he's pastoring church. He's pastoring High Cliff Baptist Church now. And uh, I got Mark and his son Caleb on my heart for homecoming. So if God lets us have a homecoming, Lord willing, those fellows uh, be coming to that. And so. Any other words or announcements? Okay. I think y'all heard that. Be praying in the halls out there. You got an announcement? I just want to say I'm glad to have Liz and Marcel with us oh, yeah. and our new great grandbaby, Hazel May. Hey, so man. this is her first time here. So. <laughs> hey, man, you did a good job. Appreciate that. How precious is that? All right. Anybody else got something? After that announcement, they probably forget those others. <laughs> not probably not. Okay. Anything else? Okay, pray for service time tonight at 6 o'clock. And we got a lot of people need to come to the Lord. Really keep praying. I appreciate the... Josh coming this morning and God satisfying his heart and feeling that emptiness that was in there he was talking about. Boy, I thank God for that. And uh, But pray for his family. Pray for so many. Uh, I won't try to start naming them, but just, boy, keep praying. Uh, in just a little bit, we'll, we'll stand and be dismissed. Not right now, but in a minute. And then uh, our deacon brothers will release the crowd from the back a row at a time so we don't get too big of a crowd going through the foyer. And like we've been doing, you folks that you're familiar with it, uh, they've been putting out offering plates in the back and uh, back there. So as you go out, you can uh, put something in the offering if you feel like doing that. Okay. Anything else before we come to a close? All right. If nothing else, we'll ask folks to stand. Go ask Brother Lee to pray dismissal. Amen. Amen.